Welcome to The Hack, the straight-talking smart tech podcast where we discuss the ever-changing world we live in today. It's time to start thinking differently. So tune in and buckle up for some home truths as Hull and East Yorkshire's very own digital tech experts talk transformation and change, focusing on people, process and technology. Boom. Boom, we're back. Uh, yeah, so, what's been going on, Paul? Oh, lots going on, mate, lots going on. Um, busy, 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 but we're back for the next episode of 100X. What you got in store for me today? Well, it's meant to be um, session five, which yep. is, but I'm going to give us some homework on this. It's like, know yourself to lead yourself, but we're not going to do that one. We're not? No, because I want to discuss something else, actually, what's just come up, because obviously, you know, we're not fully out of lockdown still. No. Still got restrictions, still stuff still going on. And I thought, I, I, I read a quote. I've been reading, you know, some stuff on Michael Jordan. And I thought, me and you love Team White, don't we? Yeah. And I read this quote and I thought, we need to have a conversation around this. And it was Michael Jordan, um, talent wins games, but teamwork and intelligence win championships. Correct. So let's dissect that. What's he, what's he saying? Well, your te- it's it's your team and who you have in the team rather than individuals, because um, individuals don't win your titles, do they? And individuals don't um, create a successful business. It's the team dynamics and your massive big jigsaw that you have. Exactly that, and it's the word for me. You know, we've got teamwork, can't we? But it's the intelligence wins championships. I just when I started really deeply thinking about that, it it was like. Wow, this is, I get it. Because, you know, you, you don't have to be the best group of individuals to win. You know, and he proved that, you know, on, on the, you know, with, with, with the Chicago Bulls. They weren't always the best in, individuals, but he brought them together and he made them believe in themselves um, like others didn't. Totally agree with you. Totally agree with you. And I watched that series of Michael Jordan. And was it The Last team. Dance? The Last Dance. And it was phenomenal what they did as a team. Um, He was a fantastic individual, but he was also a fantastic team player and a person. And bringing them all together, it was just fantastic, Um, the amount of success that they had. And I think because of the guy himself, he probably got an extra 20-25% out of every single person that he played with. Well, For me, when I was watching that last dance as well, it was, I forget the name of the player, but he used to make this player practice um, three-pointers and, like, shots to win the game. And this guy wasn't a traditional player who'd do that. And in one of the big games, he, Mike, Michael knew that everyone would be on him and he passed it to him and he went and shot, scored the winning point. And it's things like that, you know, because he knew, you know, he had to sack, everyone would go for him. So he made others believe and practice to do things that traditionally they wouldn't have normally gone for the, you know, I think this guy was a defensive guy as well. So so no one was thinking he would take the match-winning three-pointer. Right, so so they didn't make a B-line for him, they made a B-line for maybe Michael Jordan, and that guy slotted that over. That's that's, that's, um, very very clever. And I think where that goes, because we're going to, next week we're going to discuss know yourself to lead yourself. Yep. And I, and I thought, just to give you a context, um, because you need to do a bit of homework on this one, it's not just one we can just teach, I don't think, is when, the reason I use that Michael, Michael Jordan example is he absolutely knew himself, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. 
So if he knew himself, he could lead himself, but then only after he knew himself to lead himself could he lead others. So in that example I've just given there, he knew how to, he knew what was coming ahead and he put the right you know, systems and procedures in place to get the best, you know, so they could succeed against the odds. I totally I totally agree with that. And I as I coached rugby league years ago and after after you lot had moved up to open age, I took over another team and I was really, really disappointed how um, some lads had turned up for training each week and they didn't used to get played. And so I took over this team, the other coach moved on and I made a real conscious effort to get the best out of the players that never used to play because I realised further down the line they would be needed and some of the players that, we coached and got better, played a real crucial part in our League and Cup double that year. And it was the players who never got played and the, the time and effort that we put into those and establish. So we got a great team. We didn't just have a few individuals. We had a great team and we League and Cup doubles that year. But it's all about team. It's not about individuals. Exactly. So I thought, you, I thought, you'd, I thought you'd like that quote that I, I looked yeah, up for us. And then... When I look at the word intellect, I thought, I thought I'm going to define what intellect is. And when I looked at it, it's like mental capacity, mind, brain, brains, brain power, powers of reasoning, judgment, understanding, comprehension, acumen, wit, sense, insight, perceptiveness. So when you look at all, all of this, smartness, candidness, astute, intuition, acuity, cleverness, brilliance, adaptability, you know. So when we look at all of that, intelligence all of a sudden it just opens the doors for complete new possibilities. And I think, you know, us doing this 100X channel and challenge is all about us reflecting on how we lead ourselves. Yeah. And, you know, the big one is, you know, knowing ourselves to lead ourselves. And we're going to look into more detail next week. So it's our own way next week really is to understand what our own sort of tendencies are. So I want you to imagine this like a, an, an infinity loop if it was going around and these, you know, these, we start with the bottom of it, if you like, um, tendencies. So what are our own tendencies? And then we need to understand what them tendencies lead to what patterns, if that makes sense. So yep. and what I mean what I mean by that, how we get up in the morning, how we react or, or how we set ourselves up to win or not to win, if you like. Um, and then just look how that goes through the day to find out what, Tending, what do we tend to, uh, tend to do? What patterns are they, and and what are our actions around them sort of patterns? So good examples for me and you to think on um, while we're doing a bit of homework on this is, you know, I've been um, off the coffee, off the caffeine for a while. Yep. Um, and I'm just experimenting. I'm I'm back on having a coffee at um one o'clock in the afternoon at the minute, just seeing how that goes. Um, but what's been interesting is, um, when I used to have loads of coffees, the my patterns was. I'd feel a bit more anxious than normal. When I, now I've now I've been off it for ninety days, I'd um, I'd have a lot of focus and I'd be very busy, but it, it it doesn't feel as calm as I feel now. Yeah. So I think I, I could have been more erratic, and that's that seems for me. Does that make sense? Yeah. And then when I link that back to you to give you an example, and um, I know you with diet cook. What happens with diet cook? Oh, Diet Coke's not good for me. Why? Um, I believe Diet Coke is um, it's 
well, not Diet Coke itself, but the it aspart- aspartum that's in it, um, it's it can be linked with depression. So you drink too much of it, your mood swings, um, and I can get irritable, I can get moody. So I stopped it for, I didn't drink it for nearly two years, and it's crept it crept back in until my wife caught me. <laughs> and uh, but but it's, it's 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 about like you just said, it's about setting yourself up and setting yourself up to win. And sometimes when I've spoke to people in in the field that I do, and some people are saying that they feel down and certain days, and I just I said, but you was good a month ago. Yeah. And. What have you changed? What have you done differently? Um, you know what worked for you well the last month. What have you stopped doing? And I think that's with all of us. And um, we know what works for us. And sometimes when we go off kilter, um, we don't feel as good. But it's just being consistent and intentional. Yeah. So we're not going to go too much further on this one because I want to really. So your own work this week is really dig deep on your tendencies. Yep. Try and look, link them into patterns on the examples I've just used there for you. Yep. Um, because then what I understand is that's like leading yourself and then that's like we need to look at what are the consequences of us doing them things. Yep. Um, so I, I've got a couple, you know, like I've been looking at diets that we going for me and all different stuff and even how to, um, I'll give you some other examples to maybe help you. Um, when I set, normally, you know, my, my, my miracle morning I do when I get up early, half past five, um, and then I do my reading for 30 minutes, when I do my journaling, when I do my exercise, when my tendencies are like that, my actions throughout the day um, lead to my consequences. Yep. And because there's a, there's a consequence of every action we're taking, they. Yep. And I find when my pattern, and I get that miracle morning, as I call it, I do my meditation, do you know, get myself, get myself in, in my ear game if you like. Set you up to win. Yep. I I, I I I look back and I see that my consequences for them actions, you know, a tenfold or hundred x just build, 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 build. Um, then obviously your consequences lead to your reality. So the reality is, you know, we have good outcomes, don't we? You know, yep. um, and if we have good out- outcomes, we can build better futures. So our own work then, if I've got that, you got that right. So we're going to look at how we lead ourselves. We're going to yep. look at our tendencies, our patterns, our actions, look what they lead to our sort of consequences. And then we'll, we'll discuss what our realities are around that. But them examples I've, I've given you sort of personally there, I'm, I also want you to look back on leadership, different roles you're in, what you've done. Um, and I'm going to do the same. And link that into the sort of five voices as well, so we, so we get a real good understanding and looking around that. Looking forward to it. Any any other questions on that one? No, good, good. Um, it'll be good to dig deep and um, reflect on um how we start the day and how how, like you say, the consequences of our actions. It'll be it'll be good to reflect and um the roles that I I've done and the roles that I do do, yeah. And, and I think when we look back as well, so this links back into, you know, if you've missed the, the other episodes, you know, uh, go back and, and listen to any, to any listeners, but the cycles of influence, this comes back to those. When we start looking at the tendencies and patterns in our actions, we're also going to dissect that with last week's work, where it was, um, are they intentional or are they accidental? Accidental, yeah. You got it? You've got it. Right. So I like think that. it'll be a good episode next week. It will be, will be. So what I wanted to talk more on today though, because of obviously, you know, the news changing that we you know we're, we're not open as a country, we're still in you know, still restrictions, there's still stuff going on. It just got me thinking, I've been working a lot of organizations um, you know, these past couple of weeks around 
how can they be more productive? How can they be more profitable? How can they grow? You know, and and, the, and you hear these things about pivoting, don't you? You know, and, yep. and and let's break pivoting down. It's just trying to be resourceful to make sure that the 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 business keeps on running and, yep. and, and trying to um, bring out new products and services to react to, to the demand. And, and you know about that from doing your courses. You know, you, you took your courses online. You you're delivering globally. You know, so yeah. you get that. Well, you've had to because if you don't, what would we have done over the last year and a half? Um, Companies and organisations couldn't allow you in. People was all working from home. So if you didn't diversify and you didn't change and you didn't um, pivot, you wouldn't have had a business, would you? No, exactly that. So, and I think look, looking back, you know, us, us entrepreneurs, you know, just it's, I think it's a Winston Churchill quote. You know, we just run from failure to failure without losing enthusiasm. We just got to go. I think it's that age old thing. If the government put the tax up tomorrow, I know we'd we'd gripe and moan. But we get on with it, and I think that's what we've got. We've got to do with it, with this um, COVID situation this, and this pandemic. But what I thought I'd, I'd start discussing with you is, I think me and you are huge fans, you know, hence on this podcast of trying to improve ourselves personally, yep, and also developing others, and you know, really p- passionate about using different systems and processes, you know, so people, process, technology around that. And for me, it all boils down to something real simple in terms of improving how, how we communicate, and and also how we lead ourselves in that cycle we've just been talking to. Um, because it's a never-ending cycle. It's an infinity loop, isn't it? We're all, we've, we've always... And I read a stat. You might not, you might know this or not know this. Oh, no. But did you know every cell in your body, every seven years, is completely new? Is it? Yeah, every bit that. of it. So every seven, ye- every, every seven years, technically, we're brand spanking new. Well, I'll tell you what, I didn't know that. It just rebuilds. All our cells rebuild, you know, die and rebuild, die and rebuild, grow. And I thought, ah, oh, I like that. I like that, right? Because, you know, we're always evolving. We're always changing, aren't we? Um, we're always adapting. And I think I think leadership's like that, you know, for ourselves, we've got our self-awareness. Um, you know, you know, I can see you thinking, you want to say something? Go well, well I've, you're saying about yourselves, um, we evolve every seven years as such. I think our leadership styles change. I don't think you're the same leader you was seven years ago, and I don't think you was the same person than you was seven years before that. Um, that's just an example. I think we all progress and develop, hence doing this 100 X challenge. Um, we're hoping to improve and be better than we was last month, last year. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I think it's just a progression, and we we evolve not just ourselves. It's it's we evolve as a manage as a management and a leader. Yeah, exactly that. And I think we evolve as a as a society when we go bigger on that and you see yeah. how the world's evolving. You know, yeah. we we're not standing for um governments anymore to have these regimes. Like we're seeing we are standing up to them, aren't we? We have got a voice and I think the internet and, and being connected um empowers us to do so. And it's it comes back to that yin and yang like me and you always you know dis- discuss there's a dad but um, dark side and a bad side. But I wanna also sort of discuss um on this, you know Leadership's always been a challenge on its own, hasn't it? You know, leading ourselves is a, is a challenge. You know, look at the stories we talk about, but then leading a team is a, is a challenge. Um, and when we start communicating and, you know, we start talking about communication lines, when it's just me and you, it's one-to-one communication. Yep. Right? Um, when we bring another person in, it adds, you know, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine communication lines just with three people. Because, yep. you know, the way it can, it can spiral... And and then, and then once you get to like ten, I think I can't remember the number. But it's about something like 50, 52, 72 different communication. Like, you know, we can all go back and right, forth, yeah. and, and it just grows because 
the way we you, you've all you, you've seen like Exiles, Chinese Whispers, where you yep. all standing line. Yeah, and by the end of it, it it's gone totally different. Yeah, right. So I, I think you can never, never, ever not over communicate. You have to over communicate. And I've had loads of debates on this with pe- different people because some people go, "Well, no, you, you know, I'm renowned for talking too much." I, I believe as well communicating within an organization. We need to even communicate when there's no updates. Just tell people there's no updates and just make sure we are conscious of communicating with our team um, because if you don't communicate and you don't pass on information, it, it's, it's, not a good, it's not a good thing. So let's take that back though then, right? So yep. I like to go, you know, as cavemen sitting you know, around a fire sharing stories, that's technically what we're doing, aren't we? Yep. Except we're sitting around a, a meeting owl um, <laughs> and sharing stories, right? But... For me, when I look back at that, though, communicating is so important. We know we need to communicate better with our partners, yep. our friends. Yep. Not only in business, but it starts back. And I think I think that's where we are changing in society. You know, like we've seen with the OK to Talk movement, you know, um, and, and asking if you're deeply all right and things like that. So we have, we have that. But I think when it links it back to learning, I think the, ch- the challenge is then that we know the cycle is up to eight times, well, nine times, isn't it? You know, um, show, participate, observe, show, participate, observe, show, participate, observe, right? So if we're bringing a process or a procedure or in these times of crisis, crisis management, because it changes weekly, daily, hourly, you know, minute by minute, um, the, the communication lines are so, you know, you start hearing about fake news, it's just people's opinions. And, and if they've got a big following, a big influence, we start listening to one person's opinion. So when I was looking at this, to, to go on this, because we, we we talk about, um, last week you, you spoke about not reinventing the wheel. And what did you mean by that? By not reinventing the wheel, it, we don't have to, we don't have to trust, drastically change everything. All we have to do is make small little changes on a constant basis and we make massive Massive um, improvements and massive changes, but we don't have to reinvent the wheel straight away. Now, because me and you are doing this support challenge matrix, aren't we? Yeah, go on. I thought I'd challenge you on that. Um, just to just to see where go this then. debate goes. Go. I might not. I might be wrong. I might not be wrong. Um, and because I, cause I think the road that lays ahead, I don't think it's been travelled before. Um, because of the way the internet's changing, how we communicate, how we collaborate, the way work's changing. We're we're, ta- we're changing. F- you know, a lot of the work's now classed as knowledge work. Yeah. You know, so you think you, yourself, you've worked in production, been manual for many years, and you're still part of doing that to a point, but you're actually building digital content and digital courses and actually building intellectual property that you are selling and licensing. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I, I don't know if you've realised you're doing that. No, no, I do. I do, I do realise that I'm doing it, and I've, I do realise, I remember our conversation a couple of years ago when I said, I don't do IT. I, I, can't, I can't do it. And I, and I was real reluctant to dive into that world. Um, fast forward two years and developing courses. And, and delivering it globally. And delivering it globally, yes. Yeah, so, to, to some um, of the biggest organisations on the planet. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's and, frightening, isn't it? It's and, frightening. But there's, and there's only you. And there's only me. Right. Yeah. So we have to think outside the box and we've got to automate and we've got to use technology to allow your message that saves lives to get into the hands of more people. And we, and we also have to communicate with people that know more knowledge than us because I remember some business, I remember quite um, quite some influential business leaders that employ cleverer people than them 
because they don't know everything. And I have to go and ask plenty of people for assistance and tap into their knowledge and it's all communication because without their knowledge, I won't be delivering and globally. Exactly. So where I'm going to challenge you on that then is, um, let's take you as the example then, right? So you're delivering globally, you're delivering to different company, um, countries. Um, so you, we've got different um, ethnic groups, we've got different geography, yep. Yep. Um, different cultures, and you're going to make your content relatable in, in all in all them different languages, right? Yep. Got it, right, okay. So, again, so we, I, th- I think there's five challenges we're going to face, and this is linked to what Steve Cockrum um, shared with us, you know, from The Giant, and yep. I've been really studying this, and, and these trends are popping up all over, and I thought, yeah, we've got to really, really start thinking about these, because I don't think it is a road travelled before, because we never... There's so much digital transformation gone on, on um, through the pandemic. We're using technology in so many new ways. So, for example, I don't know if you know this one, um, Apple's just done a massive update. So everyone's all Zoomed out and tired of Zoom, aren't we? Yeah. You know, or Google Meet or Teams. Or I think you do get really tired through it, don't you? Really, really tired through it, constant, every day. Exactly, right. But look at this for a, a solution at first. You think, well, because Apple are really famous for um, making great products, but when you look at what they do, they're not always first. They're very often they're not first. They're not they're not the true innovators that sometimes we think. And what I mean by that is, um, a lot of other companies like your Samsungs and your Googles, they're sometimes first with this piece of technology. So if you look at the iPod, for example, it was actually I don't know if you know this, but Microsoft I think it was called a Zund, um, right. and, and they brought out the first MP3 player. I don't know if you know that. Yeah, no, I no. didn't. And it was a, it was out for I think. Um, a year and a half, 12, 12 months to a year, to two years. I think maybe let's go, let's go for a year and a half in the middle um, before Apple brought the iPod out. Right. So you would normally think that if you if you're first to market and someone as big as Microsoft, you'd you capture the market. So so the people are the innovators, but Apple tend to take it to the next level. Yeah, but I, I think what Apple do really well is that te- they'll they'll be on the cusp of that and they know that technology is there. But then what they do, I think they do really well um, when you compare them to different companies, yep. is they simplify. And, and this is a thing, um, and I, I'm always grateful for Martin Johnson teaching me this, and there's a great book called Simplification as well, um, some of those content he was teaching me. But if you can simplify things, that is all we need as human beings, you know, um, and break it down to, you know, Steve Jobs was famous for three cl- three clicks to content, three clicks to this, three clicks to that, you know, Super, super simple. And when they brought the iPod out, um, what they did was, it, you know, he, he called it a thousand songs in your pocket. Whereas um, Microsoft and the Zunda was, it was an MP3 player. No one even knew what an MP3 was. No. You, you know, and MP3, can you, ma- you remember them? And these were technology yeah. that was innovative at the time, yeah, wasn't M- it? So MP3 player. And also it was described as a Zund, or a, I forget the name, but I think let's go for that. It was designed as a, an MP3 player. 128 um, ki- kilobytes of memory, and and it could transcode at this AC whatever codec, right? I can't even remember what it means, and I don't even know what it means, and you don't even know what it means, do you? No, but, if you do, I certainly don't. But a thousand sons in your pocket, you get it. Yeah, of course I do. Simplification, right? So the true innovators, sim- yeah, I think you do get true innovators, but then you also need to continually improve that innovation and also simplify it for your audience. I think that's what Apple are really good at. I think they do do that, and and I also I love Microsoft. Microsoft got far better. And I think same as Google. They're all, they all have a place, and they all 
take. I, I always think the best products come from when the three of them, or the you know, the or four for even build it, and then they all build on top of that. So, to where I'm going with this is, um, we're all zoomed out. Um, Apple have brought out a new product. Um, it's getting updated to their iMessenger. So, iMessenger is going to be, be available on all devices, right? So, you can get it on um, Android. You can get it on through a web browser. You can you can schedule FaceTime calls. Um, right. from it right so quite a good use and uh, again it's just a built into your, your system but then also they've looked at it um, we know loneliness is a, is a challenge don't we yeah yeah we certainly do and what's have you got any stats or any, any, any bits around that I ain't got any stats but um, obviously with the community work and obviously professional work that I go out and do um, we found that not a lot of people do have to have anxiety or depression, but some people are just very, very lonely and don't have um, any friends. And it, it's quite surprising how many how many people there are out there. And I've had some organisations approach me to collaborate and see if we can befriend people that are lonely in the, in the community. And there's, there's quite a lot. Yeah, so where are we going with this? They've brought a product out um, again. So you've got loneliness. You've also got... Um, People who are globally dispersed and, and working away, um, or trapped in other countries, you know, for the lockdown, which we, which we saw, and all different reasons why people are isolated, right? So what they've what they've done is they brought a piece of technology so that um, links into their iPads, their Apple TVs, it links into all the products. Um, so let's say um, I'm working away, I have to go away, and I have to work away, and um, let's say on a Tuesday, uh, me, me and the family on a, on a on a Tuesday and a Thursday, we sit down and watch a family movie together. All yep. of us in the house, right? So what what it allowed me to do is go on Netflix from my iPad, um, and also join them, and they're in the living room on their Apple TV, and we can all watch Netflix together while doing a FaceTime call in the corner, so we can see each other, and it will sync the movie at re- in real time, so we're watching it together. And like at first you're like, why well, do I need that? It's just a gimmick. But you you think about just trying to bring that human interaction back in, so you can watch a movie together, you can interact, you can have a have a story. Um, and, and they're trying to just be unique and a little bit different. And I thought, what a great um, innovation, because I, I remember years ago in, in another career, I used to be away all the time. And, you know, my daughter wanted to, I used to read you know, read the stories and, uh, you know, all different things and, and ring them. And, and we didn't really have the technology like we have then, but imagine being able to dial in and watch a movie together and talk together and, and it be in sync and just try and have that little bit of human action. Because I used to be sat in a, in a hotel room sometimes watching a movie on my own. Um isolated so i know that that big that I, i'd personally try and use that and, and i think that brings other use cases for families and people all different things what, what's your thoughts on that i th- i think that's an absolutely fabulous piece of kit because i during during lockdown i did a bit of work for a dutch company and they had um construction workers working out in tunisia so not only was they away from the families they had to isolate while they was there and the couldn't couldn't get off the building site. They had to stay where the where there was, and they was in isolation. And having, some, I had to um, give him assistance because some of the guys weren't at the best being away from home, and they couldn't go anywhere where there was. And just having a piece of kit like that, where they could watch a movie with the families and talk to the families, would be absolutely brilliant. And this is part of that new um, revolution. I was telling you about, you know, digital because. Video is going to be more. You know, we're going to see more and more video. Yeah. And the reason for that is, you know, you think about it, we've evolved so far in life. But I think for the sort of past definitely five years, and maybe let's go back even a little bit further, um, maybe 10 years, um, we started just communicating um, through these two things, through our phones. Yeah. 
you know, we, 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 we lost the ability to communicate with facial expressions, body language, and we started using our thumbs, you know, so I, I think we unevolved and, and, and we were talking about like, like our kids, your kids, my kids, they don't actually message each other, send video messages, don't they? Yeah. I, I also, I also believe as well, um, how the conversation is meant and how this, how the paragraph or sentences perceived is dependent on if you use your thumbs, it can be perceived to be the wrong way. But when you've got facial expressions, how you talk to each other, you can probably say the same thing, but it means totally different. Yeah, exactly that. So where we're going to go, I think these five challenges we're going to face, and I think we're going to we're going to keep topping up on these and coming back and see how we go. And it links in again back to our own work because I want to see what if you see these challenges and how we are tendencies and patterns or actions at, at what you're doing to combat these so i, I think the, the the five um, challenges we're going to face leading in a digital post-covid world um i couldn't agree with more with these is work-life balancing and always connected world yeah we know that's huge comments on that um i think i think we talk, talked about this a couple of weeks ago oh certainly two weeks ago i went away with a wife and off grid off grid, I turned all my digital. Um, I, well, I, I didn't turn them off. I just didn't take them with me. And my wife said to me during the week, she "said You'll never do it. You, you're not going to do it." And I was intentionally um, not taking any of my electronical um, stuff, and I didn't take it. And I didn't take it. And I felt so inspired. And we had our one to one, and I was present in every conversation that we had, and it was just fantastic. And I'm going to do it again. Um, we're going away again in a couple of weeks and no electrical. Um, if, the, if they want to get older, they'll get through my wife, but I won't be taking mine. So I completely agree with that, even though I'm a big techie. And uh, for me, one of the actions I am going to be putting in straight away, I'm having a weekly detox. So yep. for you, and I'm, I'm going to be working on, um, from Saturdays, I'm, I'm not going to be using my devices. Yeah. Not I'm gonna have, I'm gonna start doing it. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna challenge myself so we can see where we go on that. Yeah. Um. And, and I want to have a, a, a digital detox because because I've found myself you know just on all different stuff you know reading books doing so and I'm missing missing the, the the consequences. So you see where I'm going with this. The consequences of me being on that device is I'm missing my kids grow. You know. Um. I went out for a run last night. You know. And I, I want to go out for a run and see nature and that the kids can follow me on the bikes things like that. I can do different things. I don't need to be connected because. We get, we get addicted to, we want more, we want to learn more, do more. So that's one of our challenges, work-life balances. I was talking to a, I was talking to a young lady yesterday and was talking about devices and she was saying about different um, social media platforms that she uses. And she even said some that I've never even heard of, right? I've, I've, I've never heard of them, but she went, well, I spend hours on it and then next minute my kids are going to bed. And I'm like, that can't be right. Yeah, it can't be. That can't be right. No, no, exactly that. So when you look at that, so I want you to take some notes and I'll give you this, you know, zone work. Um, work-life balance, what what are your tendencies and your patterns and what yep. are the actions and what are the consequences for that? So let's yep. have a look at that one. Um, leadership through influence, not through title. And this is, this is a big one, this one. Um, we've discussed this previously on some of the ones, haven't we? You know, the way we, the support and challenge. Yeah. You know, um, we see this a lot, people, you know, using positional power to lead, when actually, um, and we say influence, influence in, in tricking someone or doing something, it's actually building true rapport and true trust with the team, you know, so you, you have got each other's backs, you know, and you can be different and you can hear others' voices in that in that area. What, what would you say on that? I think I think you're totally right. What 
what you need in your team. You need you need your team to be able to be vocal. You need to your team to be able to express themselves. Even if I used to I used to say when I was in charge of eighty odd um, people, if if you all gave me an idea each, um, there might be five ten that are very very good ideas that we can take forward and progress. No idea is ever stupid, but. So, People need to be able to express themselves and um, give their opinions. Back to communication again. Communication. So, so again, do you, so you agree with that one? Totally. And then we've this. This is a huge one for me. Um, visual and interactive communication with a media application. Um, so let me just dig down on that again. So I learn visually just because I'm dyslexic, the way my brain works, and and and, and I also. Have to have it interactive, so I think we call that kinesthetic in terms of learning. We've spoken a lot before, haven't we? Yeah. Um, but I think it's even more so now because um, I was helping train one of our one of our lads yesterday, Tommy with, with Dean, and um, we, we we do digital course ourselves, don't we? In digital yeah. content. And when I looked at the process, what we've been doing, and it's back to that um, unconsciously competent in doing something. Um, Bear in mind, I think Tommy, is he 21, 20, 21, I think? Yeah, he's he is 21. 20, yeah. um, and I'm getting on for 40 this year, which ain't good. Um, I've been using this, pla- um, this certain tool for nearly um, 15, 16 years, right? So I didn't realise until I sat with him to do some training on some bits that we, you know, we're helping him do and support us with Dean. I started looking at it and thinking, wow, this is so complicated. How do I explain this? So we... Made it visual, um, made it interactive, but then also made sure that there was like written procedures around that as well. And we just dived in and you know just did some shadowing in that particular instance. Um, and then this digital content for him to then apply. And then also when I looked at it and I looked at this this particular one there, he's got interactive support with the products we're using and the and the and, the, and we also put interactive support with us as well. So he, so he can learn. But if he can't do something, he needs to be able to reach out and fix it in that moment because we haven't got time to wait Wait in this world we're in because we might have a customer who's using that product and we all need to be on it, right? Yeah. So I think visual and interactive communication with immediate application is, is so powerful. And I think you being a trainer yourself and you'll know more than on this than me in your profession now is when you're doing your courses, it's got to be visual, it's got to be interactive and you've got to give them tools to catch actually swipe and deploy on you. Or am I wrong in that? No, you're right. Um, when when I'm delivering my courses, um, we do have it's visual and we do have plenty of interaction, and we pro- promote that because if people are enjoying what you're delivering and the 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 take it in more, the take it in more, and they re- they enjoy. And when we're delivering our courses, it's it's like telling a story, and we like people to enjoy the story that we're telling, and the feedback um, we get from that. Um, is excellent and like I say we do it online as well um, which I don't believe um, it, it's been really really good for us in the last year and a half and it'll be it'll be good going forward but I do like the interaction of being face to face because the feedback you get is really unreal I had a story this week from a young lady who sent me a message that she never passed an exam in her life and how we supported her and how she's really really embraced and it's changed her life and I, I just thought wow um and that's just one instance we've got so it's it's great what we're doing exactly that and i think um we we, we had a, a business come to us who you know who needed you know instant help and again 
it was just like an ad hoc committee and a huge organisation as well. Um, you know, so, some 400 staff and needed, needed instant help and, and we was able to help them because we had a digital platform that we could give access to and deploy a lot of our training and our consultancy programmes um, without us actually being there. Now, traditionally, we wouldn't have been able to do that because they've had to book time with us, they've had to come to see us and they had massive pain. So, so for me... Yeah, huge, because we was able to deploy that, and then actually by the time they've done that, our engineers can catch up to get the products in and get other bits done, and then, then we can go. So, and again, all of that can be signed up and done online and, and, and deployed instantly, because we do live in that in that instant world now, don't we, you know, to take away that pain. So, so I think, you know, we've, we've really got to make sure we, we've got visual interactive communication, and, and then the, the problems we're solving need immediate application. So I'm on, on that one, so we need to look at that one. Yep, good. I, going back on that, um, I have, I have used your training systems, and I because I still need to develop, and I found it class. It was really, really good. Well, you actually funny actually. Um, there's one for you then in that one. Um, in this, so in the, obviously you, you're a big fan of Google Workspace, but yep. you also like us. You, you use hybrid. You use Microsoft as well. Microsoft are equally good as well. Good product, yep. great product. Um, so in in your Workflow that this huge organization obviously don't use in that this particular instance, don't use Google Workspace, do they? No, they don't. No, they don't. And so, so you've got to tailor your needs to them, haven't you? And you've got to use Microsoft 365, haven't you? Yep, I use Microsoft 365 for them, and then I've got for myself, um, I'm using Google. But again, it's since the pandemic, it's evolved so much since you last used it, and you was never using it in the way you was using it. You're going to use it now anyway, and you was like, well, I've got a problem with this, and what have we got for you straight away? Some training. All done. Uh, all done. Ready. All done. Online, get uh, on it, through Teams, through SharePoint. Get and I can do it when I like. When you like, right. And you can do it, how many times can you do it? I can do as many times as I like. Exactly, right. Um, pound every time you do it, I think. Um, you what? Yeah. Go, go, go. <laughs> all right, okay. Um, so, I think the interest on that, so I agree on that one. And I, 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 I think that's what we've got as leaders. We've got to be building that into our processes. We've got to build that into our training. We've got to build it into our services. And then number four, uh, succeeding through collaborative, agile teams rather than talented, competent individuals. And I think we covered that one earlier. But how do you want to add on that? Um, no. Um, what what I said earlier was we do need. I thought you said e- no. Well, I'm not, I don't mean no. Oh right, okay, right. Um, what what I get at is you do need a team, and you was talking about, um your staff and you collaborate and you train in your members of your team because I've worked a lot with your team um, over the past year or they've helped me, shall I say, over the last year and such as Tommy that you've just spoke about. remember him coming into your business um, and they're just first class and the training they give me is absolutely second to none. So I ain't got nothing to say personally but um, just... Yeah, I, f- I think your team's absolutely excellent, mate. But I think, thanks for that, Paul, and, and I would agree. Um, and, and, and I think, but the thing on that, though, is, yeah, we have got talented, competent individuals. Of course we have. Yeah, you um, have, but the work is a fantastic team. But, but let's let, but let's take, um, you know, um, Kieran or Tommy, you know. Um, yeah. yeah. We've, we've got a lot We've got a lot of experience in our team as well, haven't we? You know, we've, we've your Steve's or your Richie's yeah. and your Sean's and yeah. your Scott. All of them have got loads of experience, but our young lads as well. Now, if we was only focused on talented, competent individuals, when these lads joined us, there wasn't talented, competent individuals. There was no. unconsciously incompetent. Yeah. We had to go around the, you know, and build them up. Now, 
because we believed in them and, and they've got a skill that we haven't got and they've got brain capacity to think different and, and they are, this is the, the key thing on this. Um, they're digital natives. Right, yeah. They're digital natives, right? This, this is the key key bit. And and, and for us, you know, um, you might, well, and me as well because I, I wasn't born with a touch screen. You weren't born with a touch screen. It certainly wasn't. Right? We're digital immigrants. I was born with a touch telly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Are you getting that though? We're digital yeah. immigrants. Yeah. And what I mean by that is this digital world that we're in, we weren't born with it. We've evolved with it. It's not natural to us. So let's look at your grandkids and look at my, and my kids. They're, they're just you. Like, they're used to having internet in the car. Yeah. They used to, my, my kids used to have Netflix Alex, in the Alex car. I left school and we still had paper and pen. I didn't even use a computer at school. So the year I left was still paper and pen and a blackboard. Yeah, exactly. Eva was doing her own work um, yesterday, and she's asking on the um, the voiceover um, Google Home some questions on, on stuff I couldn't answer. She asked me. I said, Eva, I've not got a clue. She said, Don't worry, Dad. I'll sort it. And um, off on Google um, with the with the algebra questions. And I'm like, I mean, that, and that's another point. Why do we need to learn algebra? We should be learning about um, how our brain works and other things. But that's a different debate. Um, so. For me, when we talk about talented, competent individuals, I think we need collaborative, agile teams. Yeah. And agile for me means that we can we can react and we can move faster and we can also pick the best people to do the best jobs, even though they might not have this complete skills. It might be back to the five voices, they might they might the right the right personality or the right traits to do that job. They might not necessarily have the skill, but the sk- skills can be taught. Traits are, if they've uh, got the right attitude, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Got to have the attitude, and, and again, linking to that, so. Um, I don't know if you know this, but we're uh, Microsoft Gold Partners. That you know the the biggest um, partner you can get in, in terms of being you know, and that means that we've we, we have to be competent um, professionals. Um, but prior to the young lads coming on board as well, we were silver partners, you know, for for many years. And it's only this year that we you know we've 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 worked really hard as a team to get up there and, and at, at the forefront, leading that charge is is your Tommy, is your Kieran. Um, because they're learning, that they're like sponges, you know, they're absolute sponges, whereas, you know, some of us older guys, um, once that information's gone in, it's a bit harder for us to change, but we can do it, you know, and and it's about being aware of that and, and doing that. So I completely agree on, on Agile teams. And the last one um, is leading in a geographically dispersed and digitally connected world. So you've got this coming up, you've got different languages, you've got different cultures, and... It is, it is an hard one. And on that one, you know, we need to work on how we're going to do that and how we're going to communicate. And and that's where I see email and written communication not good enough. You know, you can't just send it, you know, if you was delivering your course and, had to just, and you just started to type away, um, what country is he delivering again? Um, I think, well, I'm starting my pilot in Malaysia and then we're moving on to Australia and America and then... Um, some more countries after that, yeah. And, and there's going to be, you know, we've spoke about the different cultural, yeah, um, different culture responses to the course. So what what I might deliver to one country might not be the right fit for the next, um, just because of the cult- cultural um, differences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I think them five challenges that we all need as leaders um, to understand because. That's where it comes back for me. Um, if we know how to lead ourselves, we can lead others. And it comes all the way back to um, that talent wins games, but teamwork and intelligence wins championships. And and, and I think 
that's why we've got a deeply, deeply led. Um, do you want to add anything to that? Because I, I think it's been a great podcast, this one again. No, it's been a great podcast and can't wait to do my homework and meet for next week's episode. So know yourself to lead yourself. So that's Leon checking out. Paul checking out. Latent plug. Think differently about your business IT. Let's face it, it's impossible to grow a business without digital technology. Now more than ever, with everything going on in the world right now, businesses are struggling to manage, protect and work in the cloud. Transform your business IT with expert support from ThinkCloud. Learn how the most successful businesses in your sector consistently generate up to 20% higher revenues at 30% lower costs. You've come this far. You got this. Check out www.think-cloud.co.uk and book a call today.